Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. Hi, I'm Kelly Fox, and we are talking Step 4, Compassion. And tonight we're going to be talking about how compassion can bring understanding and how that can lead to you giving yourself more compassion. So let me bring on my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I am doing wonderful. I'm sitting here in front of my fireplace with my blankie, and I'm just all ready to uh, delve into this amazing topic of compassion. I love it. I can picture it all in my head. (laughs) We have a great guest coach on the show tonight. We're excited to have you meet her, so please welcome Carolyn C.J. Jones. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So, Carolyn, tell our listeners a little bit about who you get to serve and what you get to do. I get to serve mostly women who are struggling with resentment, and I show them how to recognize, release, and resolve resentment so that they can find forgiveness. And from that, they find peace. So Mm -hmm. I get the beautiful job of helping people find peace in the end of it all. And they get to drop those rocks in their backpack that they've been carrying for years with the resentment. And the feeling of freedom is just amazing. I bet. I love it. So how does compassion come into play with uh, how you support your clients? Compassion brings us to such great understanding. And it does it. It brings us to understand the foibles of other people and of ourselves and their operation. May I tell a little story? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, great. Well, this is about compassion and also about how I found found forgiveness. So I was, I used to get drunk and yell and scream at the guys I was with. I had, like a few deeper relationships. And I used to get drunk and yell at them that they were worthless and would never amount to anything. Wow, when I remembered this, I was horrified because I didn't even mean it about them. I meant it about myself. When I realized that, I had an aha moment, and that moment was it was logical and stood to reason that all those years 
my father told me I was worthless and I would never amount to anything. He meant it about himself. Mm-hmm. Oh, this was life changing. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it was. Suddenly I saw him as just another human being, not my father. And I began to have a little bit of understanding for why he acted the way he did when I was growing up and the uh, trauma that he inflicted. And I began to realize that, well, I learned later that hurt people hurt other people in the same ways that they themselves have been hurt. Mm -hmm. So the cycle of trauma just continues until someone stands up and says no more. But back to understanding. So when I, I had compassion for this man who had the worthless wound just like I did, well... It was about a year that I went back and forth between anger and for, and compassion for both my mother mm-hmm. and my father until about a year later, I realized that I had forgiven them both. And when I realized that, the feelings of peace and freedom mm-hmm. were just incredible. I bet. Yeah. yeah, I think that it's it's uh, it's interesting the way that you you know, you brought understanding into that act of compassion because you finally understood what you had done, you know, how you had treated others based upon how you had been treated and then on how your father had probably been treated as well, which was the cycle of trauma that was continuing until you stood up and, and broke that cycle. And I think right. that uh, that understanding is, is like you said, it, it is transformational. And it does allow you to forgive your dad and your mom and then to forgive yourself, which is probably the last person we forgive, right? And, right. Uh, yeah, giving ourselves, ourselves that compassion and understanding mm-hmm. that everybody is just trying to get their needs met. You know, everybody's trying to get their needs their needs met. And you understand when you understand they just don't know how. And so how they right. tried to get their needs met was was inappropriate. It was hurtful and yet they were just trying to get their needs met as well. And I think that's when likewise I was able to forgive my father and um continue to work at forgiving and then forgive myself for the anger that I had. Because it was mm, uh, uh-huh you know, anger at the pain I was feeling. And my wholeness is to have inner peace. And when I have that inner peace, I feel it. I know it. I know when I get into that state and that Mm -hmm. state of peace makes me whole and gives me that ability then to have compassion, not only for, you know, people that I perceived to hurt me because they were hurtful people, but just to understand, when I was angry, it wasn't that I was trying to hurt people. It was just that I was hurting myself, and it was anger right. was the way that I expressed it, and it wasn't appropriate. Mm-hmm. 
but it was all I knew to do. You know, it was all I'd seen as a child and it was all I knew to do. And once I understood that, my life changed just like yours. And I can access that, that inner peace that just, you know, that visceral experience of having peace just feel, it just feels good, right? It just feels, it does. it's a spiritual experience. You know, it's really a, a, a feeling of um, oneness, you know, with, with your higher power, which for me is God. It just makes me feel yes. one with him and that I have yes. that peace. But he promised, right? He promised us that peace if we could right. uh, understand, you know, understand our role to love, to love ourselves and to love one another. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. When? I, uh-huh, I'm go sorry. ahead. Go ahead. No, go well, ahead. Well, I was just going to say that... Um, in something in response to what you said, Terry, and that is that the um, rats, it's not coming to me. <laughs> Hold that thought. It no, happens to me. to me all the time. <laughs> I, You'll think I don't of it. like it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll think of it. Well, I think that when we can have a better understanding of how our fear affects us, how our fear triggers us, how our fear um, has us, um, gets us behaving in the ways that we behave when we're triggered, that, mm-hmm. um, that we realize that we are not our fear, um, we are not our trigger, we are not um, our self-destructive behaviors, um, that uh, we are we are more than that, that's when we can have an understanding of, you know, this is, this was something I did, this was um, who I used to be, and today I am someone different, today I make different choices. And you can go forward living more in freedom now that you're aware of yes. what living in fear is like. And, exactly. and deciding that you don't want to live that way anymore. But you have to be aware and you have to have skills and tools to live differently. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a, a one and done. It's, it's a continual practice. Um, you yes. know, we're all going to be affected by fear. It doesn't go away. We just learn uh, better skills. We get better at um, doing proactive behaviors. We get we get uh, better at recognizing it all faster before we go further down the rabbit hole than we want to. And exactly. As we continue to make choices in what we call freedom, um, then we can have a better understanding of why we did what we did. Um, exactly, why we yes. Why not do it any longer. And mm-hmm. we can give ourselves compassion and love and understanding and forgive Forgive who we were. Forgive the forgive the choices that we made. 
forgive the you know ourselves for hurting others and mm-hmm. hurting ourselves. Well, and that's when we can true, do yes. that, yeah, and when we can do that, that's when that's when our fear loses that hold on us. That's when the shame lessens. That's when the guilt goes away. And that's when we can more easily make choices in freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So understanding is, a, I feel, a huge part that comes with compassion. And that's mainly compassion for ourselves. And when we have it for ourselves, it freely comes for others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I remembered what I was going to say. Great. It has to do with, yeah, really, it has to do with understanding fear a little bit. And one of the things I've learned along the way is that underneath fear lie certain emotions. And the most common ones are like hurt, disappointment, loss, or the threat of loss, um, shame, humiliation, emotions such as that, worthlessness. And that's what's really under our fear. And so if we can identify that feeling and then soothe that feeling, it helps with our fear. So we gain that understanding of what's behind the fear. Mm-hmm. I was really amazed when I read that because, and I thought about it, and it was like, yeah, that's right. I was really actually hurt mm-hmm. rather mm-hmm. than mad, and that's how I expressed it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think if we can have a better understanding of our feelings, then we can really expand that, you know, really expand our feelings vocabulary. Um, We can get real specific and aware of what feeling we actually are feeling and address that feeling. Um, and understand that sometimes our feelings lie, and mm-hmm. but it it's still important to acknowledge what we're feeling, process what we're feeling, and then move forward in what we're committed to, and not and not be still all in that feeling and taking action, but processing it reminding ourselves what we're committed to, and then moving forward with with um, actions on that commitment, not on the feeling. And yeah. I think that, that that's a way for us to um, not have those regrets where we, we lash out in, in anger or um, in hurt or in, you know, devastation or whatever it is, 
but that we allow right. ourselves to process it and then act from a place of what am I committed to? Yeah, good point. Yeah, I think that's a great tool. Yeah, that uh, we call that the four A's in our fearless living toolbox. Uh, and I don't know how many times I I tell my, you know, share that with my clients because we could get stuck in our feelings and our feelings are just feelings. They're not right or wrong. They're just feelings. And so just right. acknowledging, you know, acknowledging the feeling and then allowing that feeling to go through us because it's proven research that we can just let it go through us. You know, and Rhonda, our, our mentor likes to say, you know, go from the top of your head out your, out your feet and just feel that feeling as intensely as you can, but don't let it get stuck. You know, let it go. Let it go mm-hmm. through you. Feel it. Absolutely feel it. And then just let it go through you. And then ask yourself, well, what am I committed to? So if it's a relationship and, you you know, you're feeling disappointed, you're feeling frustrated, overwhelmed, okay, in this relationship I'm feeling that. I'm going to acknowledge I'm feeling that. I'm going to let it go through me. Now I'm going to say, am I committed to this relationship? Is this a healthy relationship? Is this something I, you know, say it's with a, one of your children or your sibling or your parent am i committed to making this relationship work then i'm going to act on that not on that feeling and Mm, right it's at that question where you can ask yourself what am i committed to if it's a toxic relationship are you really committed to that are you committed Mm to meaning in that relationship that's toxic compassion then act on that you know, so it's. I think it's at that point where you're asking what your commitment is that you can really, you know, use uh, every bit of uh, intellect and emotion you have to know whether that's a relationship you want to stay in and then act on that rather than that feeling of rejection or, you know, maybe you're feeling, oh, my gosh, I can't be alone. Well, maybe you can be. So act on that commitment, you know. Right. It's a really useful tool. Right. <laughs> it's a useful tool. I use it all the time. <laughs> It sounds like it, yes. Yeah. You know, another way to get to understanding your feelings is doing a self-appraisal. Mm. Um, and I have a great self-appraisal that I teach. It's four responses, and you write them down. And the first one, the first part is list two kind and loving things you did for another in the past two days. This one is list two kind and loving things you did for yourself in the past Mm. two days. And then you have people sit with what they come up with until they Mm -hmm. really believe and can feel that their essence is being a kind and loving person. Mm. And then you go on and you ask the question, well, the the prompt list two unloving, unkind, and maybe even mean things you did to others in the past two days, and then you do it for yourself. You know, when I first did this, I thought, oh, my gosh, what am I going to uncover here? Because mm-hmm. what you did was really bad. Well, it turned out to be highly empowering because I realized that what I did and I realized 
I didn't want to be that way. So I made the choice to change it. And that was what was so empowering. Mm-hmm. It was cool yeah. to experience it the first time. Mm-hmm. How about And I, I can that. sense oh, yeah. that. Yeah, I can sense that uh, by doing and sitting in the in the loving acts first. You're able to have, you're able to go into that second part with more compassion towards yourself. Yes. Good point. Yes. Yeah. Because I, love, I could see I myself. If you, uh huh. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say, I could see if you did it the other way around it I might be beating myself up um mm-hmm. while I'm doing the the mean acts and then not able to even get to the loving acts because I've I've beat myself up so much over the the previous exercise. So I love that it's in the order that it's in as well. Yeah, it makes sense that way. I, too, would be beating myself up if I did the unkind and unloving part first and the mean stuff. It's kind of embarrassing mm-hmm. at first to admit, but if if curiosity, uh-huh. wow, look what I did. I wonder why I did that. What was I really feeling? And that helps us get through that so that we're not then beating ourselves up. Yeah, I think the willingness, just the willingness to look at at, uh, at something you did that was unkind and unloving is uh, evidence that you're, that you're on the path to growth, you know. That willingness yeah. to look at that is really important. Because if we're not willing to look at that, how are we going to be able to, you know, change? How are we going to be able to recognize um, that part? Because we want to be loving and kind people. And if we're not willing to get both when we were kind and when we were not, then it would be difficult to uh, to really, you know, move forward and grow and, and change, which is what it's all about, right? Changing to be more loving and more kind. Yes. Yeah. That's our hopeful goal anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's why we came to this planet, right? To learn how to love one another. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And ourselves. Exactly, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we are getting close to the end of the time, ladies. So, Carolyn, mm. if... Our listeners only took one thing away from tonight. What would you want that to be? If people are struggling, if you're struggling out there, have hope. And Mm -hmm. hope is an acronym. It has two meanings. The first is 
hold on. Pain ends. Mm. And the second meaning is hold on. Possibilities emerge. Oh, I love that. I know, and they do. Yeah. That's good. I I haven't heard that before. Terry, what would be what would be your your um, desire for them to to take away tonight? Yeah, I really think uh, because of our discussion, um, I think really understanding our feelings, being able to label what they are, and look at uh, how those feelings affect our behavior, and letting those feelings move through us and really understanding the why behind those feelings and then moving on acting acting on our commitments you know just but not i think it's so important that people don't stuff their feelings i think that brings so much pain and misunderstanding to our lives when people stuff their feelings so recognize our feelings mm-hmm. understand our feelings let them go through us and then act on act on what we're committed to i think that's really a message I would want to leave with our listeners. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Yeah, I think for me, um, the thought just left me. It's 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 going around now, um, but I think that <laughs> it's really it's really important that we um, that we have compassion for ourselves and that we see that um, compassion for ourselves is more important than having compassion for others because if we can have it for ourselves it's going to freely come for others and i think that um, when we can have compassion for ourselves we can allow those feelings to go through us we can give ourselves permission to feel permission to um, release um, permission to move on um we we can uh give ourselves permission to forgive mm-hmm. not only ourselves mm-hmm. but others and i think that that is um that's essential for our growth and uh for us to receive those things that we desire in our life i want to thank you cj for being here with us tonight we have loved having you on the show you've brought such value to the audience i know that um everyone is uh appreciative of it i want to give you a moment to share um your contact information so if we have a listener out there that wants to learn more about you they know where to go yes definitely and i want to say to thank you for having me on the show this was really nice i enjoyed the discussion very Mm -hmm. meaningful so my website is where people can go which is Jones. Dot com. It's my name, which is Carolyn C.J. Jones. And on my website, there's a contact page. And if you just fill that in, 
I will get the note or whatever your request, if it's a request. The other thing you could do is email me. And I'm at Carolyn C.J. Jones, there are two J's, at yahoo.com. So those are the two best ways to get a hold of me. Awesome. Thank you so much, CJ. We appreciate you. you, and I'm glad that you had a good time. <laughs> I did. I did. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, you made thank it a good time for all of us. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> We want to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go to fearlessliving.org. If you'd like to know more about Fearless Generations, please go to fearlessgenerations.org, and you can find out everything you need to there about Terry and I, what we have going on, all the upcoming workshops, and good stuff there. You can also find information for our guest coaches as well as all our past episodes of the podcast right there on our website, fearlessgenerations.org. We thank you all for being here each week, and we uh, wish you well this Monday night or whenever you are listening. And until next time, be fearless. Be fearless. Thank you, CJ. Thank you, and you're welcome. (laughs) Bye-bye. Good night.